If you have to say the word check, then you have to take a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to an episode of the 20-something mom. I'm your host, Mackenzie Frank, and tonight, I always want to say Mackenzie Fain every single time. My maiden name, for those of you that don't know, is Mackenzie Fain, and so I did this jump to Frank, and it just still doesn't sit well with me after all these years of being married. All of these 30 plus years <laughs> of being married. Well, Fane and Frank, it's it's so close. Yeah. It's... My sister went from Kennedy to Kenny. Imagine yes. how close that is. That's crazy. Mm. My friend just got, well, I guess I shouldn't say her first and last name, but so never mind. Forget that part. <laughs> but anyway, um, I have some exciting guests on, exciting guests and excited guests on the podcast. <laughs> um, I have once again, my lovely mother, Lee. Hi. <laughs> and then I have Priscilita. Hi. Who, for those of you who, if you follow me on Instagram, which you should, at underscore Mackenzie Frank, you would know Priscilla is, what are you on Instagram? XO Scylla Rose? Scylla Rose.XO. Scylla Rose.XO. And um, she is actually my brother's girlfriend. For almost four years. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. So crazy. Okay, so first of all, what, why are, like, tell me about, like, coming into this family. Like, when you first started dating him, like, we, because we're so close now. Like, we have sleepovers. We go on girls' trips without him. I literally see you more than I see my own brother. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, for me, I felt really, like, welcomed. You were the first person I met. And I remember that day we went to the outlets and he was like trying to calm me down the whole day because I was so nervous. <laughs> and once I finally met you and we left, I was like, that was so like easy. Like you made it so easy. And like, I wasn't even nervous as soon as I met you and like, you were so friendly. And then like, I don't even know how much longer later I met the whole family. Like, I don't think literally. it was long after. Yeah. And it was like literally the whole family, like Dan's side of the family too that night. It was oh a God, holiday. Yeah, it was a holiday. And, and I, I just went straight into it, like, not knowing anyone except you and Jack and Dan. And how <laughs> was it for you? It was nerve-wracking because that was the first time I met you and Grace and Jack's dad and Dan's whole side of the family. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And so, like, at that point in your relationship, were you guys, like, obviously you were fully dating, but were you, like, you really thought, like, oh, my God, like, I really like this guy, or were you, like, okay, like, we're just, like, dating really No, I definitely thought I really liked him, and even at that point, he hasn't even met my family yet, so, like, for me to come in and meet, like, the whole entire family, (laughs) I was really nervous. (laughs) That's so funny. So, what do you like about Jack? Like, I guess we'll talk about him a little bit. Well, I think what first caught my eye was, like, how handsome he was because literally the first thing that I said to my friend was that he was so cute and I literally asked her I was like why don't you date him (laughs) and I was I don't know I just thought he was so cute and then like once we finally started hanging out I just like felt a connection with him like he was so funny and like he knew exactly what to say and like and then like later on in our relationship if I was ever upset about something like he never made me feel uncomfortable about it like it was everything was just so easy and even now it's just like and you said to me at one point that like he wasn't one of those guys that tried to like like too cool or you know overacted like he was too good or anything like that so that yeah so funny today we were just in the car and we were just talking about their first kiss Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I know. And now we're talking on here. We yeah. had no idea. Shows how close we are, too. Right. I know. Well, so also, let's talk about that first before I guess we should get into it. But so today I was working and you two just took Jagger out for the day. How was that? So fun. So fun. Oh, my gosh. So I took her to gymnastics and... We have all these little kids running around, and Jagger is just standing there, and she wanted to go, you know, like all little kids, go to the next um, activity section, section, you know, and we weren't done. And I would say, Jagger, no, we're not going over there yet. It's not time. Okay. And she would just come and stand with me, and other little kids are running over there, running over there, and she'd just wait in her turn. Let's go wait in line. I was blown away, like her little tiny self just doing 
such a great job and listened so well. She's yeah. so funny. She was so perfect. And then I picked up Priscilla, and then we went to lunch, and she was just a little angel, as Priscilla will tell you. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the waiter, he directed us, like, to the back of the restaurant because he mm. probably thought Jagger was going to be, like, screaming or, like, fussy. And we asked him if we can go, like, to the front where the booths are. So we went, and Jagger's just this sweet little girl. Nothing's wrong with her. And she's sitting there eating. She's listening. She's not doing anything crazy. Like, for him to, like, send us straight to the back of the restaurant just because he thought that, it was crazy. Yeah, you could tell definitely that he thought that she was going to be because where he took us from was all the rest of the people yeah and took us to the far end but it's because you take Jagger out to eat all the time I said to Priscilla and and you can tell yeah. you know she's really good she knew right away well she tried to take the napkin you know with the silverware and of course untwists it and stuff yeah. but she knows what to do and she was just a little angel. How old was Jagger when we went on, like, our first trip, too? Like, she was little. We went to Newport, I think, for the weekend. Like, wasn't she, like, six months old, maybe? Like, four, five months old? I she was a blob sleeping in yeah. the bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, she's really good. She loves going out to eat. She loves, like, people watching. That's so Dan. I don't really have time to people watch. I like it when I do have time. Like if you're laying at the beach right. without a kid, mm-hmm. like you can people watch. But um, her and Dan are so similar in that. Like they really do like to like people watch. Yeah. And, you know, she's not like if somebody comes up and is like, hi, Jagger. She's not one to like smile and be like, hi. She's like takes it all in. Yep. Like, you know, she's cautious. She's like old for her age. You know, she's she's Until just they great. walk away. Hi. Yeah, Hi. yeah. So she does take a few minutes to warm up to everybody, mm-hmm. you know, well, anybody, a lot of people anyway. But, yeah, so she's just fantastic, and, and we loved every minute of it. Yeah. In the car, talking to her, and how are you doing? Did you like that, Jagger? Did you like the food? Yes. I, you know, she's just so easy. Like, you literally want to conversate with her and she's just this little 20 month old baby that's so you funny. forget do you like that jack has a little niece yes i love it i love seeing him like hold her and like talk to her it's literally the cutest thing i loved yesterday or the other day at easter he was like she started saying his name and stuff and like calling him and she went and like gave him a hug goodbye and he's like I really need to get over here more. And I mean, the he poor guy works so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't really blame him, but it is just so nice to hear, like, a 20, little 20-something, 20 22-year-old guy, like, want to yeah. put more effort into his one-year-old niece. Like, that's so cute. Yeah, literally when we got home, he was like, isn't Jagger just so cute? And I'm like, she's literally adorable. <laughs> like, so, okay, so you and Jack started dating four years ago, and... What were you most nervous about going into like a relation, like a real relationship? Was this your first like real relationship? Yes, it was. And I was super nervous only because. How old were you when you guys started dating? 18. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was just super nervous only because I've never like, first of all, like I told you earlier, I've never drove with a guy before, at least that my parents knew of. <laughs> well, and, now they don't. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, I don't know, like it was all just so new to me, like having like one person that like I knew like liked me all the time. I was nervous to like lose that, especially knowing how much I liked him and like introducing him to my whole family. And I don't know, it was just so new to me, especially being out of high school. It felt more mature. Mm. Um, and it wasn't like, I don't know, it was just... We're meeting at the locker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, we literally, like, I drove to our first date, and then, like, he picked me up for our second date. Like, it was just, like, so new to me, because I've never had that before, and I was really nervous. I was nervous to lose it. I wasn't yeah. nervous to go into it. Where do you think that comes from? Like, I feel like that's not just, like, not everybody feels like that. I think it's just because I knew I liked him so much, mm. like, so... F- for me to, like, meet you and then, like, have, like, a knowing that, like, I can lose him and, like, not know, not talk to you anymore. And, like, you know, like, it was just, like, all so much for me, especially meeting the guy's family, not them meeting your family. I feel like it made me more nervous to, like, get out of it. And I didn't want to get out of it. So. Yeah. 
that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So what was your first impression of my mom? Oh, I loved her. It was like a warm welcome because like as soon as I saw you, like I gave you a hug and Mm -hmm. it was like I was super nervous. (laughs) <laughs> super nervous and like you guys all just like kept on coming in Mackenzie's door it was like you then Grace then Courtney and like it was so much I was like <laughs> oh no I gotta over I gotta do this again <laughs> oh my god okay so what is my mom's name <laughs> <laughs> say my name Priscilla oh my god <laughs> Lee <laughs> okay we've, that is the first that she's ever said that in her life well, what do you well think? I've made her text it before when she would be like Jack's mom <laughs> and it's like say my name Priscilla so to preface what do you normally call her Jack's mom it's literally like your contact name it literally says Jack's mom <laughs> that is I the- feel like it's so weird to say Lee like it literally makes me cringe it's like those people remember like when you'd like, I feel like it's more of, like, when I was in school or when I would go to a friend's house and you didn't want to say, like, Mrs. So-and-so or, like, Sue or whoever the mm-hmm. friends was. So you'd be like, can I have a snack? Can, <laughs> can I? Can I have a Like, you just keep saying yeah. it until they yeah. know that you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so funny. I know. She'll she'll wait until like I look her way if like we're all like she'll oh, yeah. literally <laughs> wait until like I glance over and then she'll say something <laughs> instead of <laughs> saying my name. But I've seen so many TikToks of like other girls saying that like they will refuse to call their boyfriend's moms by their oh, name. Oh, it's totally normal. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was the only one until I saw those. So I like, still feel really weird saying Peggy. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It definitely really. feels weird, but there's been times where I'm like, well, what else do I call her? Like, what else am I going to say? Hey, you? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Is it the name? I mean, like, I had no problem calling Nani Fran, my my mother-in-law. I do feel that, though. I definitely know, like, every time I say Peggy, it doesn't roll off my tongue. I always notice it. But Lee, that's like not even a whole word. (laughs) (laughs) That's like you're barely talking. That's like a vowel. That's like you were saying a name and then you forgot you were saying a name so you stopped. It's like everybody always say, Lee, is that your whole name? (laughs) That's it. And you know what's funny? It's not even the Lee. It's the L-E-E. Period. Done. Bye. See you later. Tomorrow. That's so funny. Why? Who says Lee? Like L-E-I-G-H. Like like a full like looking name oh yeah 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 but i love lee like obviously it's jagger lee and so like and i want to use it again for my next daughter like yeah i just think it's so good yeah it's a great middle name <laughs> i think it's really funny that your dad's name is leo and like they were like it's like it's like naming like dan having daniel having a girl named danielle like exactly really <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just funny. Well, it's because my my brother wasn't a junior, and so they just thought that that I think it's cute. I do think it's cute. Okay, but I think it's so it's cute in that in that context. But it's just funny when you put it into like another way, like Dan and Daniel, or well, Daniel. It's like Daniel. George George Foreman. He has a daughter you know a son named george and then georgina and georgette and oh, all, yeah. everybody's george something. actually the long island medium's daughter um what's her name victoria caputo she just had a girl and named her michalina after i think is her dad michael or somebody's michael oh. michalina wow yeah, yeah it's kind of like that um but i just thought that was so funny i'd be like What's her name? What's her name? Like, I can't believe you even said it on air. I'm like so shocked right now. That is so funny. Um, okay, so what is what is the whole thing about like there's this whole stigma about like mother-in-laws and like Grace. <laughs> Grace is over here. She doesn't want to come on. She says she's too shy and now she drops her phone. Do you want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> um, okay, so there's this whole stigma against like mother-in-laws and like they're like evil and mean and bad so did you know about this going into having a son mom I did know this I heard it a lot and it was something I tried very hard to go against and I knew you know I've talked about this a lot is that the mother of your grandchildren you know it it 
it's very wise to be good friends because she's really ultimately the one who's going to have the most control Mm -hmm. of the baby, the mom, you know, usually, mostly. And so I just always knew that I wanted to um, get along and be involved with my daughter-in-law. I just thought it was a smart move and, and... me and Priscilla so did a great job. It was strategic and it was all fake. And, <laughs> and just it just, and, but it worked out really good because I love you. So, yeah. That's so funny. And what do you think? Like, did you ever think about that far ahead? Like, oh my God, what if I ever end up with a guy that has a, I have a horrible mother-in-law? I actually didn't. I never really thought of it that way. Um, I thought of it more as of like a like family matter, like, I didn't think of like I didn't I this might sound like I don't know confident but I didn't go into the family thinking that no one would like me mm-hmm. which I don't know if it was good or bad but um I was hoping that everyone would like me and I didn't think anyone wouldn't like me but I'm really glad you guys did right. yeah but I don't think it's like a matter of you not thinking somebody wouldn't like you what about like if you don't like them like oh. she could think you could she could like you but you could be like you don't know that I don't like you like you're too much you're being annoying or whatever right and the reason a lot of times that daughter-in-laws don't like mother-in-laws is because they're they're like overly involved or tell them um you know you're not doing this good enough or or they they, try to like take control of the son right exactly and and you know of course every mother has that thing and there are things that I probably get involved or, or try not to but it's definitely something I think about um, um, and you know I've even talked to you Priscilla about it you know that it's always been on my mind I can't imagine being in your shoes when even like and I remember saying like you know I've always viewed him as like he was like the little brother like he's always been this like little baby with a big head like (laughs) Um, no he's so cute but like you know he was always just this little like brother and I remember like when he came home from the hospital and I was always just like oh my god I have a brother like this is my brother so I've always been like protective I feel like in a sense um over him and like just being the only boy for some reason so like that going into like then having like a girlfriend it's just like i i don't know i'm just i'm just a little sister or little like i'm just a sister on the side so i can't imagine what it's like for a mom to like almost let go of that and be like okay yeah you get like you get to be treated nice now by him and like you get to be the first priority like sure sure that's a little difficult you know like um it definitely did a switch over because he grew up and got a girlfriend, so she is his priority when not too long before that, we were pals, you know. But he's a he's an awesome, great son, you know, and a great boyfriend. He, there's enough of Jack to go around, and, and Priscilla is the best thing I could hope for Jack. Yeah, that is like... Oh, like, so I'm, I feel so blessed that she came in for my son like there would be nobody else that I could picture with him she's so sweet and caring and soft and he can be a big goofball and (laughs) a a little hyper and so like I'm like thank goodness he has somebody like her so what are some things that you think a daughter-in-law or like a girlfriend of a son whatever like, what are some qualities or some things that they can be or or strive to to A daughter-in-law? Achieve? Yeah. I, I think anybody that's going to be good to your kid is good. <laughs> you know, it has not really nothing to do with me. I just happen to like Priscilla as a person mm. and we get along. It definitely, she could have been somebody who I didn't like, but really made extra effort. I don't have to make any effort, fortunately. It just worked out that way. But just, you know, have a good relationship. That's all a parent really wants. Yeah. What are some things in, like, a mother-in-law standpoint that you think somebody could do? Like, if there's a mother out there listening and it's like, oh, my God, maybe I shouldn't do that. Like, you are in the position where you could be like, all right, it's annoying. It would be annoying Mm -hmm. if a mother-in-law did this or it would be too much if, you know. Um, 
so luckily this hasn't happened and I know it's not going to happen because she's a great mother-in-law but um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think one thing that would be annoying was probably like um, stepping in too much like into the relationship like um, I don't know how to explain like if you got in a fight yeah and like I I talked to her about everything but like it would be something like we got into a fight and she was asking about it instead of like me like venting about it you know like asking a little too much or like just being too involved and another thing that would be annoying was being too involved in his life and not the girl's life oh so like constantly calling and like um asking about him rather than like how are you guys together Mm. like I don't know I think just basing it off of that yeah like not not making you guys a unit yeah and and separating him from you and you're like the second to whatever Yeah, where I'm usually calling her and asking how he is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or like, okay, so then what happens if there's, because I was going to say, or like if you want to have dinner with them, like you kind of do it as a unit thing, but like what if you wanted to take him out to dinner to have just alone time with him? How would like somebody go about that? Because like what if a mom wants to have dinner or like what if, I mean, you guys have dinner together. But you know what I mean? Like, I guess, like, how would yeah. somebody go about that without hurting somebody's feelings? Um, I think, I don't think my feelings would get ever hurt over that. I think it's more of, like, meeting the family and having a feeling that someone doesn't like you. And then them, like, inviting only one person mm. out. Like, I know that she loves me. So, like, if she did that, I'd be like, oh, my God, yeah, go. Like, the precedent's already set. So there's yeah. no, like, yeah. But, like, if we, like, first met and things were, like, a little bit awkward and, like, I had, like, a weird feeling around them and then, like, they were, like, he told me, oh, my mom wants to go out to eat with me now after you just met her and it wasn't good. I would feel, like, bad about myself, you know? Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I guess she doesn't want to spend time with me now. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Why do you think this this mother-in-law stigma is? Like, why is it so like the evil stepmother or mother-in-law like why is that where why um maybe because like i said i really think it's because nobody is good enough for your kid and i think that that's where it stems from and then no matter what the girl is like they're not good enough for your kid and so very people you know now she's a bad bad mother bad mother-in-law you know because you're not good enough i want to know like how many people out there don't like their mother-in-laws like i would want to know know. like how many of you got of you listeners you know write in because i would be so curious to kind of tally those and and, like how many of you and obviously this would all be anonymous and maybe i'll put a poll up when this airs but um you know what is what is that percentage like how many of you can't stand your mother-in-law? How many of you have a relationship like the two of you where you go on vacations together? Yeah. I think another thing with the mother and son duos is that I feel like a mom is always closer to a son because that's, like, their baby boy. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, in my family, my mom, like, absolutely adores my son. She adores me, too, but I feel like her... Your son? Your brother. Oh, my brother. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) People are going to get confused. Um... But, yeah, so I feel like... um, Yeah, the mama's boy, that type of thing. Especially if they grew up that way, like, um, a mom and a son, like, that was always her little boy, and, like, he was Mm. a mama's boy. So I feel like for a mom to let that go, it would be hard. But I I don't understand, like, being mean to a girlfriend and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Or feeling, like, the girlfriend feeling uncomfortable. So I would definitely want to hear that, too. (laughs) Although, let's give the mother-in-law's a little credit. If if you're a girlfriend and you're coming in and, like, like, you know, sucking this boy dry. Oh, oh my God, you cannot say that. (laughs) That sounds terrible. (laughs) I'm looking at you like, what are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do you know what I was trying to say? Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, I know it wasn't bad that you were trying to suck him dry in front of the mom. That's a problem. <laughs> like drain 
his nuts. No, I'm kidding. No, stop it. <laughs> um, like, take all of his money is what I was trying to say. What is that saying? I don't, I don't, like, take him for all that he has. <laughs> Suck him dry. Stop saying that. <laughs> um, no, like, if, you know, if they come in and they're trying to, like, take control. No, so, like, you're what you're saying is if she, say, a girlfriend comes in is, like, bossy or yeah. overruling and is mean. Or, so, you're still, if he's going to, love is a big, huge thing. And at the end of the day, you have to be smart enough as a mother to realize that you're not going to change a young boy's mind because you're his mother. You know what I mean? So you're smart. If you just stay in there, you can give advice, but you have to be on good terms and you have to have them let you in because then you're just out casting yourself and, and it's just a stupid move. Yeah. That's, that's it. I will do anything to make sure that I'm in my kids' lives, you know? And, and I didn't have to work hard, but I would have. I would have. Do you sure. think it's more coming from you? You have three girls and a boy. Do you think it's harder with the gender? Like, like do you think it's harder to stay connected with Jack than your three girls? Yeah, boys definitely. I mean, he's so he's just busy, you know, trying to relate to a boy and what they're into and luckily I've we've kept like the superhero movies that him and I started to go to years ago and we still do that. We're me and Jack and Priscilla are on the whole kick right now. We're rewatching everything anytime um a new superhero movie comes out. Jack always makes sure that he calls and invites me. He's already bought tickets for the next one that's going to come out. So, you know, we do game night. So it's about connecting, you know, me and you and Grace and whatever, girls. It's it's a, an easier bond, you know. Yeah. You have a lot more in common. So, yeah, you have to kind of work a little harder, make sure that you're staying relevant and you're kids lives yeah you know but yeah it's all about being a parent it's a little different with him though because he physically had like a has a very physically taxing job that he works like a lot so right i mean his spare time is very limited to be right and these linemen they don't like to leave the house once they're home we know this right We, we know this Priscilla knows this. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. I mean, I understand. So me and you mostly work from home. Like we're that's what we do is is that type of thing. And so for us, I feel like we're very similar where it's like, when we have time off, let's go. Yeah. Let's go have an adventure. Yeah. Let's go take pictures. Let's go take videos and make it a whole thing and have a great adventure and make memories and and document them literally that is what I live for I Mm -hmm. love that is like brings me so much joy and then my husband who works all week long very hard so tired sweaty whatever it is needs to relax yeah at home yep like one thing like for me I have like Fridays off so like for me to be home all day and then Jack get home from working all day I'm like okay let's go out now I've been home all day and then I have to take into consideration that he's been out in the freezing cold all day or out in the scorching hot sun all day and he doesn't want to do anything so that was definitely an adjustment too yeah that is so true what what keeps you brings you back down to like that realization that you know I think just realizing like how hard he works like he comes home like covered in dirt and he comes home like just you can just tell that he's like exhausted so like for me like I have to I sit down and I realize that and I'm like okay we can do something this weekend and we don't have to make a huge deal out of it like I understand that you need to relax I understand that you're tired and yeah so I think just realizing that yeah and kind of like pulling that to the forefront what were you say? and then just having like girls nights so that you know you're still getting out and doing what you want but yeah yeah. I like um you know even since Jack like we were saying in the beginning like since Jack has been born I've always liked to kind of go do my girls weekends my girls nights sleep over friends do this do that go to hotel whatever and I think it's really healthy and really good for like Dan to have the house to himself for a little while like 
um, kind of have his time to like decompress because I don't want to be in the house anymore. I'm over yeah. it. I'm so done. Like, get me out of this. I, oh, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I did that my whole marriage. Like, I, you know, I had daddy worked out in the field like that. What is that what you call it? <laughs> well, I mean, like, no, <laughs> I don't mean in a, in a literal field. He's not a farmer. <laughs> Like Kenzie's <laughs> take it. Uh, Nothing you, did against you? farmers, but that is just that was just such a funny picture for me what? because he is like the farthest thing from like that type. This guy. I wish like, he was. His <laughs> fingers. I don't know if this describes him, but his fingers are probably the size of like, like a sausage. Um, yeah, like a like a real sausage like a large sausage. yeah has nothing that has nothing to do with his work <laughs> or being in the field but the point is he, he he he's a pipe fitter so he's in that trade i should have said with his large fingers <laughs> zero to do with anything I I can't. Of his hands. So big. they are i don't understand i've it. never seen the large I know. I know. And when he tickles you, it's so painful. <laughs> right, no. I literally have a bruise right here from Jack. Too. Oh, I, I thought he meant Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary oh, sight. Now he's gone too far with those big fingers. <laughs> oh, so Jack does the same thing? Yes. That is so weird. <laughs> Wait, Tickle I have to tell you something more on the tickling subject. I think something happened to Dan while he was being tickled when he was younger. <laughs> because, because he like he wants to laugh, but he holds it in and he gets mad, like furious. Like he's like, I will hurt you. Oh, so you need to yeah. stop. Maybe like, he like I think he has a phobia. Like yeah. an, he will not let out a laugh. I, he gets so mad, like actually could get mad. Did you ever ask him? I say to him all the time, I'm like, did somebody like hold you down with like a knife and tickle you? Like I just, there's something like. Is there a blanket over your head? Yeah, like some trauma. Like I don't know what is mm. going on. It's so weird. Yeah, you've mentioned that I think before. He just. I think tickling is such a fun thing. I hate being tickled. I hate it too, but it's so fun. Like it's just such a fun thing. Like tickling. Daddy, <laughs> I can tickle in a, like that. That's it. He would just, he, yeah. He you can't breathe. Curl I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if I ever wanted to kill you, I could just tickle you. <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about before all that? I don't know, but Grace, could you go get the picture of Margarita? Just bring the full picture down. The yeah. rest of it. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. So well, my a lot of my marriage, he was working all kinds of hours, overtime, and I had sisters, and, and we would go camping for, you know, long weekends. So I did a lot of girls' things and stayed out while he took care of his snakes or whatever. <laughs> and you took all silly, the kids. And I took, yeah, I took the kids. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they were going to have fun. Yeah. Um, okay. I have another topic. I guess while we're kind of on that, then I want to ask you guys about. So there's, and I talked a little bit about my on my stories about this, but there's this whole thing about like, I heard it on another podcast where this woman was talking about how she doesn't have kids, and this other woman was talking about how she does have kids, and she's like, I love my kids to death, but I don't really, oh, you hear that margarita mixing up? <laughs> um, but I don't really understand, like, like, there's just no hype to it. She's like, Everything I see on the internet is just negative about having kids and, you know, there's just nothing there. And I just, it bothered me to my core that it really is so true. I feel like nowadays on the internet, there are so many moms out there that are just trying to be the realest of the real. They're mm -hmm. trying to one-up the last mom who had the worst day and have a worser day, like right. have the worst day or something. Like my kid had a tantrum at Home Depot and all the paint spilled out. And then this next mom is like, oh, really? Because my kid stuck his head in the toilet. Like it's just like, it's just nonstop. And I'm not saying that these things don't happen and I'm not saying you shouldn't share these real things that happen on the internet or like, you know, you're following mm -hmm. or however mm -hmm. you're wanting to like distribute your information on social media. But I just feel like at, we're in this generation now where everyone is just 
loving to share the negative and there's just less and less positive. How do you guys feel about this? Do you see it? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely see it like on TikTok and stuff. Like one person will post a video, it will go viral of like something bad that happened with their kid. Like not bad, but like, oh my gosh, like just a mom complaining and literally every single comment is like, like you said, like one, one upping the other and like comments after comments after comments that turn into fights. And it's just like, when does it stop or when does like the good things come out like why does everyone relate on on those things and they don't talk about like everything good that happens you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no i agree and i think you know when i talk with daddy and we always talk about the next generation is always fixing the generation before which which isn't a bad thing Mm -hmm. but it goes so far at you know where this gets so drastic so right now we're we're Everybody was posting, I guess, you know, a few years or the generation before, um, how perfect their life was, you know, only showing perfect body images of themselves and nobody oh, has cellulite. And they go to school with the perfect clothes. Right. Everything was perfect. And now they're, everybody, this generation is going to fix it. So they have gone overboard to show the realest of the real. And, and my kid, you know, has tantrums and I didn't get any sleep and I didn't do this. And I've, you know, so where is the good? Now we've gone too, too much Mm -hmm. that people still want to see the, the awesomeness of being a parent. Because it still is great. It's hard, but it's great. Like the mom that was talking, she's like, yeah, I can't really tell you like exactly why, like what the benefits are. I'm like, what? Like, li- like actually, what are you talking about? Like what the benefits are of having kids. Wait, so did she have kids? She's four. Oh, she was saying, I love my kids to death. I wouldn't change anything for the world. But if I didn't have my kids, if I never got pregnant, she's like, I probably would be a person that never had kids. Oh, like she was saying, like she does. She's like, I don't She, was, the other girl that didn't have kids was like kind of almost like, can you convince me to have kids? Not didn't say that, but she was like, you know, I, I don't have kids. I don't really see the point. And she was like, yeah, I don't I can't really help you there. And it was just like maybe that's her situation and whatever. Right. I mean, I'm talking literally about a girl on Teen Mom that's very famous and she has right. kids and she like she's coming from teen mom but she's not a teen mom anymore and she's very successful and she has multiple podcasts and she's just very successful and she so she's not struggling in any way so you can't even like count that and because i feel like i don't know maybe yeah but she has like um you know mental ish problems you know going on right no oh oh all right i'm thinking somebody else then yeah um no she's 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 good and she's a great mom like i just i don't understand but you know, like you were saying, especially like with the newborn phase, I feel like people are just like almost scaring people away from having babies and like scaring. It's the like, shortest time. It's the shortest time. And literally like it is, it is hard, but what in the world is not hard that is worth having? People are having more than one kid. Like if you really look at it, you're like, okay, you had one. It was so, so hard. And then you had another one. Yeah. And then wait, what? You're on your third or your fourth, right? You know? But it was so hard. But it was so hard. So it's not. Although, you know, I don't want to discredit those people that really do like maybe have medical things that are going on or they went were in the NICU for six months or like there are huge things. So please, like when you're listening to this, Take it with a grain of salt and kind of understand like the bigger picture of maybe not the bigger picture, but just the general the mass yeah, of, of people of, that are doing it, you know, are saying how bad it is. Yeah, it's like when you when it comes to breastfeeding, I, I've I've literally spoken to people that were so scared to go into breastfeeding that they ended up not even trying it. And I'm a firm believer of whatever works for you, like fed baby is the happy baby, whatever, you do whatever you want. Neither one is, you know, it doesn't matter. But I really do think, like, people are like, oh, the cracked nipples and the mastitis. And it's like, no, like, you can literally get through it. And I didn't actually. You could be like me and didn't have any of those things. Like, I didn't control that. I didn't press a magic button and said, please don't give me any of these. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's this blogger I follow. She's 
38 weeks since she's been packing her hospital bag. And it actually scared me to watch because the amount of stuff that she was packing, she's like, oh, we use the squeegee bottle after you give birth. And I wanted, I had to get my own diapers because the other one's hurt. And like, just saying like all of this stuff, that's like literally scary to me. Like the fact that like you get, you could get stitches down there and that it could hurt and that like you need to buy the right this and that and this. And I don't even, I won't even know any of that going into it on my first kid. So it's like for her to like share all of this and just like be so prepared and like have all this stuff ready. I'm like, do you really need all that stuff? Like what's going to happen? Like, and also going into it, not knowing, and then like hearing everyone's stories. And like, I, I know that every birth is different, but I feel like everyone explains it like in a scary way, you know? And, like, when she was on her stories, like, sharing everything, like, I was literally scared watching it. I'm like, is this going to happen when I have a kid? Like, because she had a baby already, and she was explaining that process. So she was saying why she's packing all of this stuff. And I'm like, mm. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> it's 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 really hard because there is that fine line. That's why I wanted to bring it up and, like, talk talk about it because it it is informational. And it is good because – for me too, I went on stories and I, I followed people that were about to give birth or had given birth before I did. So I knew what to do and I got all those things and blah, blah, blah. And it was helpful, but I think one thing that actually helped me was that I didn't do a birthing class, honestly. And I actually followed in the footsteps of my friend that had a baby like six months before me because she was like, I didn't do it. I didn't really want to like go in with any expectations. I didn't really want to like She's like, I just kind of want to, like, ignorance is bliss kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? Me too. And I really, anytime somebody comes to me and they ask me, like, advice for having a baby or being pregnant, I kind of just say, like, obviously enjoy every every part. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it's like, literally, you are going to be in it and you're going to be, like, wondering for the next step. Yeah. And then it's going to be over and then you're going to be like, oh my God, I wish I just like sat there and looked mm -hmm. and wait or watched or whatever it was. Um, but it's it's just so crazy. I don't know. I always said, so I had four kids. My first delivery was horrific, right? So it went really crazy, Priscilla. Um, long and dreadful. But I had three kids after that. So how I always like to explain it is it's like a dream. You know it was bad, but it's like looking back at a dream that you had. You 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 know, I still had three others as bad as it was. It's literally it, like having like getting drunk having a hangover and you do it again the next weekend. Like yeah. and you're like I'm never going to drink again. I almost legit died. I puked. I don't get out. hangovers. Okay, well, people that do maybe like that could be a relate like they can relate it to that because, I mean, but right. for me, I had a very peaceful labor and a very peaceful delivery. I mean, granted, she came out sunny side up and that was very traumatic. They said, which I didn't know any better, so I just pushed for two hours and I had no idea <laughs> that right. I should have pushed for fifteen minutes. So I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just want to bring out more of like that positive because there are people like yeah. you, like you'll probably start having kids in whatever, five, six, whatever years, like you end up having a baby and we just don't want people to go in that are like you and it's like, oh God, like do I, should I wait another year because my whole life's going to change? Like, no, you can still go to restaurants with a baby. You can still go here and there with a baby. You, you don't have to stay home all the time. You don't have to just... Like, your life doesn't change. It changes as much as you want it to change. Exactly what I was going to say is just live life. Like, just do what you want to do My and work it. My life has literally not changed one bit to anything that I wouldn't want it to. Because mm -hmm. your priorities change. That's what it is. And you can't, like, you literally can't help that. Right. I can't help that on a Friday night I want to tuck my kid into bed instead of whatever. Like, I, Right. It's a natural priority, and it's what you want to do. So you're doing what you want. I think the Internet, when I had little kids, the Internet wasn't around. So I think I was talking to Grace about this today is like, I didn't know anything about sleep schedules or, 
you know, open windows. <laughs> what does that mean? Window times with sleeping. Open windows. Awake, awake windows. Awake windows. I didn't know anything. And I was like saying to her, it's like my baby would get tired, you know, and then I would put it to bed and then wake it up. It woke up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Whatever one it was at the time. But um, my point is that like you have so much information and then is that better? Because you now you have people that are saying having babies is is hard, and I didn't hear all that. Yeah, I didn't hear all that, so I had four. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Priscilla will. <laughs> she has too much information. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's a good point. Um, what do you think? How is the margarita over there? I'm kind of feeling it. <laughs> oh, really? Are you? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I didn't know if you could hear it in that last little <laughs> no, conversation no. I had. <laughs> With yourself. Um, no, I think it's so true. I think it's a good thing to kind of just reiterate and keep talking about and bringing up because just there's the lack of positivity out there in this genre of, of you know, like life in general is just there's such a lack in that. And... I um, I just want to keep pr- promoting that. I mean, but at the same time, being real. I mean, there's, yeah, it's it's a very weird fine line. Yeah. Um, I did have a question for you guys, um, which is a little bit off topic, but I was thinking about it today as I was driving home. Um, do you guys like receiving gift cards? And I think I know your answer, but I have a rebuttal. So tell me. Um, I think I like it. I think it depends on where. Like, if I receive, like, a random gift card, it I like because we have before, and it, it took us a while to actually use it. So I guess it just depends where. Okay, what about you? Um, I don't have a big problem with it. Grace laughing at me. I don't have a big problem with it. I mean, my friend had given me a gift of to a restaurant I had never tried or never thought I would try. And then now I've been three times since. So, yeah. Oh, what restaurant? Oh, I knew you were going to say that. It's the one black dog. Oh, I bought Jack okay. one oh, for yeah. you. Um, so I was thinking about it today. I don't know why this came into my mind, but I was thinking about it like, okay, the idea of a gift card, everybody thinks like, oh, yeah, gift card. Who wouldn't want that, right? That's like. You can't go wrong with a gift card. Everybody always thinks that. I have so many gift cards floating around my house, and I never use them. And I need to just use them. So, like, an Amazon gift card I'll have, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend that money on this. I'll spend it on something so it's like I barely bought that other thing. Like, yeah, it's so weird. Um or I forget about them. Or, like, I have a bunch of Nordstrom ones, but I have a Nordstrom credit card that's hooked up to my account so whenever I want something I just order it on the credit like I don't even have to enter anything so it's like boop 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 and I just like order it and right. then I pay it off so like when do I ever need to um when do I ever need like the gift card so yeah. it's so weird yeah I totally understand where you're coming from because like around like Christmas and stuff like family members that just like give you something random like they can even re-gift the gift cards so it's like me and Jack also have gotten like restaurant gift cards that are like two hours away so like Cracker Barrel so we're like when are we gonna go there like we literally still have one because we're like when are we gonna drive two hours to Cracker Barrel for like a $20 gift card that we're still gonna have to spend money for and stuff like that so I can definitely understand where you're coming from um with that it's like an hour or something. <laughs> something you don't. I mean, Cracker Barrel is almost almost like a friendly. It's like why would you yeah. drive all the way there for yeah. like? Yeah, it's not like it's a super nice restaurant where you would like make a day trip out of it, and it's usually in the middle like oh, like a highway. A good, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like right off a highway. Yeah. Um, I am like the queen of like getting compensation. Everybody knows <laughs> that. Like if you know me, it's like I get compensated for everything. <laughs> Um, are you guys like that at all? No, I I cannot have confrontation like on a phone. Like if something goes wrong, like I won't do it. I literally before I like I've been telling Jack like if something happens, I'm like just call Mackenzie, she'll do it for oh, us. Oh yeah, I tell all my friends like <laughs> you can call me. Like I will fight the battle. Oh yeah, Daddy always says just call Mackenzie. You got to be more like Mackenzie when I'm just like. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's just not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know what that trait is, but I like, this is going to sound so bad. I like to like squeeze everything out that I can. Like we, for instance, and this might be like, people might hear this and be like, oh my God, like what a stingy like trait, but I can't help it. Like, I don't know. It's just. No, you're more like it's right is right. Yeah. That, that's what it is. It it's really is. Because Enneagram type eight personality. That's literally what it is. It's not me. Yeah, you're right. It's not me being stingy. It's like, no, like I didn't pay for that. I paid for this. So yeah. give me that money. Back right. Or right. You're going to. Exactly. That's how you are. You're, this is what I paid for. This is what I want. And there's no excuse about it. Mm-hmm. Period. You're not trying to get what weasel. isn't. You're not trying to yeah. weasel anything extra. You're just like. Just give me what I paid for. Yes. So the other day, this is like a really funny example of it. I took Jagger to this little like dinosaur park thing. Okay. So we get there and we get this like, we get there like, I think at the four o'clock mark and from four to six, it's like, if you come between four and six, because it closes at six, you get like a discount because you you don't have much time there. So I already got a discount. She's free because she's one. Um, so it was like 21 bucks to get in this place. And we do the whole thing and blah, blah. But the guy tells me like at every hour on the hour, the volcano erupts. And you're going to want to see that because five o'clock is the next one. We got there at like 4.15. I'm like, okay. So I planned out, like the thing is like a mile and a half long or something. So I planned it out where we would still be able to like loop back around to see this volcano erupt in that 45 minutes, but then be able to go back and do more things. So we, it was like, 4.53 and I'm like, oh, we can't go up there because we have like, you know, a couple minutes. minutes. Yeah, a <laughs> couple minutes to like, then we have to be back and it's like, is it really worth it and whatever. <clears throat> so I decided to sit on the grass with her and like wait. And so like five or 4.58 comes the thing, you know, whatever. Five o'clock on the dot comes. It doesn't erupt. 5.01 comes. 5.02 comes. 5.03 comes. <clears throat> 504 comes and I'm like, okay, I've been sitting here for 10 minutes. Let me call and ask, like, is it going to erupt? So I'm like, hi, the volcano has not erupted. (laughs) 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 Is it going to erupt soon? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, yeah, ma'am, like, sometimes it's not right on the dot, but, like, it should be momentarily just, you know, it'll definitely be happening. It should be any second. Okay. Hang up the phone. 505, 506, 507. 510 comes. I'm like, are you kidding me? Call again. Hi. It still hasn't <laughs> erupted. So, um, like, what's the deal with that? And she's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, it should be erupting, like, any minute. I'm like, okay. So then, you know, it comes to like, 515. I'm like, okay, we only have 45 minutes left. So we right. had to go. So then we kind of just walked. And I just listened for the volcano because she was, like, the last time I called, she was like, you'll hear it start to rumble. You'll hear it start to rumble. So I didn't hear the thing rumble. So then we circle around. We get closer to the um, volcano because it was on the way out. And I, like, call back. And I'm like, hi, like, it is 545. And the volcano is not erupted yet. <laughs> And I just don't understand. And she was like, really? That's so weird. There must be a malfunction. That's so crazy. Like, oh, my God. And I'm like, so what can you do to compensate me? Because I drove all the way here to see this volcano. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen the volcano. It's not that spectacular, you know. I I mean, I hyped this up in my head so much that I almost looked it up on YouTube. Like, what it looks like because I wanted to see it so bad at this point I waited for so long right you did waste a lot of time yeah and so I'm like you know so whatever and she's like okay well like I'll take your name and number and I'll call you back and she hasn't called me back but I'm gonna call tomorrow and be like hi like I was the one that didn't see the volcano (laughs) erupt (laughs) what is the compensation (laughs) well I'll be be glad to know I will share because that is just insane to me like people are probably like that's what you have time to waste like you're no but that's the point is you because i don't know I'm have go time to, but you yes. don't have time to waste now yeah. you wasted all that time that's so, what it is you know that is it's give me what i paid for is you know it's not give me anything i didn't pay for yeah it is a big true. difference and like granted it's not cheap to go in that place like i feel like 
$21 is a discounted price. Right. So I think it's like $30 to go in there and... So I wanted to watch the volcano. So it is like a U shape around the fence and the playground. If you had gone to the playground. Oh, we went to the playground, but we were waiting for the volcano. The volcano was right there, though. I'm <laughs> just saying, next time you go, you can play at the playground here at Rumble and still see it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be up close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so anyway, are you guys like that at all? Or is it just me? No, I'm not like that at all. No, me Absolutely not. Well, I'll do it for you. Yeah. All my friends. No, call. I cringe when I even had you do it for me one time. And I was like sitting there like, all right, no, she's never mind. It's okay. I don't really want the money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been so far where I've just been like, okay, can I speak to your manager? Obviously, you do that. And then, like, I remember, because a lot of the times they're trained to just, like, not give you anything. And it's, like, if I paid for something and I didn't receive it, I just, again, don't think that's right. So, I feel like my go-to at the end is just, like, is this really how you guys run your business? Like, I just don't understand that. Yeah, I won't try to talk anybody into it. You know, I've, there have been times where I knew that I was 100% right. And, and I you did. Let it go? No. Oh. And I stood up for myself. But other than that, I would be like standing there and talking to somebody for $21. I feel like my time is way worth more than that. So I probably wouldn't. I'm just like, I don't really have the, I don't care. Well, that I, ha- much. I didn't stand anywhere. I was driving. Right. So that's better. Well, like for me, the other day, me and Jack went to Starbucks and I tried this new drink that I found online. And I told her extra caramel drizzle, and they put, like, chocolate drizzle, and I hate chocolate drizzle. So when we get to the window, they pass it to me, and I tell Jack, I'm like, they're literally putting on chocolate drizzle right now. So he, like, hates confrontation. So I had to say, and I hate it too. And the girl got so mad. She was rolling her eyes and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, we have to remake the whole drink. And I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm paying $8 for this drink. And I told him I wanted caramel drizzle, and it sounds so silly, like, saying it, but, like, it's what you pay for. So, like, that I definitely understand. So, like, in the end, like, one of the workers was, like, it literally says caramel drizzle on the sticker. Like, putting her in her place, kind of, since she got so annoyed about it. But, like, at the end of the day, it's your money. It's what you pay for. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, because I remember, like, getting up to the thing, and they were, like, the volcano erupts (laughs) at every hour. So I was, like, Jagger, we're going to see a volcano erupt. Like. It was just such a thing for me, and, like, yeah. I planned the whole time that we were going to be there around this volcano, and so when it didn't erupt, I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Like, this is not happening. <laughs> no, I agree. That, you know, you really did spend a lot of time thinking about the volcano, so it's a little different. But, but I mean, again, yeah, that is just my personality, and I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's unapologetically me, because I really don't. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) It is who I am. Um, It is who I am. Well, I mean, even today when we went to lunch and the guy had put us back there and I was like, you know, thinking the, what I was thinking is like a booth. I can kind of sit so that Jagger isn't, these were chairs like these. Oh yeah. So I'm like, well, can we have a booth? But I looked over at her and I instantly knew that she was like, and I, and I said to her, Oh, poor Priscilla. She's like, oh, man, lady, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I knew right away she was uncomfortable, but I'm like, ah. I always ask for a booth with her. I think that's, like, one of my biggest things when you have, I would say, especially a toddler, when you're taking them out to dinner or lunch or breakfast or any time you're taking them out to eat, a booth may seem scary to people. It's like, no, let me just get a high chair. But I rarely put her in a high chair. She's always in a booth. It just, it lasts so much longer. She asked for the high chair today. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Actually, she has, she has done that before. She, um, she definitely has. But I just like the booth. I feel like she has so much more room to just, like, not be confined. Yeah. She was, like, looking out the window, looking at the waterfall, like, in the booth and stuff. But she asked to sit in the high chair when she was eating, which was really <laughs> cute. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we are out of time. So I want to thank you both for 
coming on the podcast. This was so fun. What did you think of your first time, Priscilla? I loved it. It was really fun. I would definitely want to do it again. I know, definitely. I definitely I, want to hear like what people think about it and stuff too. Yes. So I'll put up some polls when we air this and yeah it'll be good i want to get some feedback so if you want to follow priscilla where can we follow you um you can follow me on instagram at sillarose.xo do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do on instagram yeah so i'm like a fashion blogger i post a lot of affordable fashion and just like everyday styles but lately i've been posting like mostly dresses and girly style but on my stories and everything you can definitely see like different collages with sales coming up and stuff like that so yeah so awesome where can we find you lee <laughs> well you can't <laughs> really nothing to find what do you want i'm not nothing Nowhere. You can't find her anywhere. You You'll see me on Mackenzie and Priscilla's stories every now and then. Like, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and if you're listening for the first time, you can find me at underscore Mackenzie Frank. Thank you all so much for joining. We'll catch you next Wednesday.